Welcome, my friends. Welcome to my world. You're listening to This Week in Homelessness for Sunday, June the 7th, 2020. Been a long week. I've worked the last eight days, 10 or 12 hours a day. Actually, worked, I think, a 76-hour work week last week, almost double the normal. Uh, many of my colleagues have been working more days than I have. It sort of depends on what your day off rotation is and what your schedule was when we started having some some issues last weekend in my community. So anyway, I want to say, stray a little bit about outside of my homeless lane um, and talk about why defunding the police won't work. You can tell right from the title, I think it's a bad idea. I've heard many good ideas, many bad ideas in my time, and I don't think this is a good one. It's um, been a challenging week. I've uh, been called every name in the book. Many of my colleagues have been uh, had uh, suggestions to do things that are anatomically impossible, but for the most part, the majority of the protests in my city have been civilized. We've had some challenges, and uh, last weekend we've also had some criminal activity operating under the cover of darkness. So there's a big difference between peacefully protesting expressing your freedom of assembly and right to express your point of view and using this as a cover to commit crime. Uh, Many cities around the country have found uh, um, caches of rocks, weapons that were being pelted at the the police, Uh, Molotov cocktails in some cases. So... Other institutional challenges with all organizations, the police, the government, society in general? Yeah, absolutely. And now is the time to have a civilized and peaceful dialogue about what our issues are and what our challenges are. So anyway, let's go back to defunding the police. You already know I think it's a bad idea from reading the title. So one of the, I guess, ideas that uh, I read about in this CNN article today, and I'll post a link down below if you can read it, Give me your point of view if you would like. Um, one of the theories is defunding the police means to, um, quote, allocating those funds to support people and services in marginalized communities, end quote. And also defunding law enforcement means that we are reducing our law enforcement ability to have the resources our, that harm our communities. That's one interview in here. That was on WBOR from from Boston. So um, the idea here is to put those dolls back into social services for mental health, domestic violence, and homelessness, among others. Um, police are often the first responders to all three. And this is from a quote from this this article on CNN. So let's go into this a little bit more. Um, should the police be in the mental health business? Homelessness, well, in terms of what I do um, and why my eight years of uh, doing police homeless outreach has been successful because the police are problem solvers. We can uh, work with a client and work to solve their problem. Many times that problem is lack of housing. It can be mental health issues. It can be substance abuse issues. It could be lack of income, no jobs, or a combination of all of the above many times. Now we have issues with the pandemic and COVID-19. So it's a challenging time to be in this line of work. 
but the reason it's been successful is uh, whereas whereas many of the it's been euphemistically called the homelessness industrial complex is and I'll show you here in my my slide it's the siloization of social services you have services in different silos all depending on their grant and many times we get the question does the grant work for the client or does the client work for the grant we have silos for veterans we have silos for the drug addicted we have silos for domestic violence we have silos for chronically homelessness we have silos for unsheltered homelessness and so on and so on uh, so tends to be very input oriented um, very particularly with doing outreach, you have many organizations doing contact-driven outreach. Whereas it's how many boxes can we check, how many contacts can we make. It's sort of like cast a wide net and see what you catch. Whereas uh, my approach is a little bit different, is more of impactful outreach. Going out there, I do with less people, and you may look like, well, I'm talking to less people, but... Uh, that is impactful outreach, trying to do the most good for individual clients rather than just dealing with one contact, making a very uh, very slight impression and not really solving their issue. I'll work someone, with someone from start to finish from engaging them on the street to help them to move into their house. And, I, and this is kind of manifests itself in an example from a couple of weeks ago. I assisted one of my colleagues with a 75-year-old lady who needed a place to stay. She was staying on the streets, 75 years old, might have had some cognitive issues, was a, basically lacking an ability to navigate the, the system. Uh, so she called myself one of my colleagues. What makes this interesting is that we engaged this lady and we solved her problem and got her into one of the CARES-funded COVID motel rooms. This occurred outside a home at a homeless shelter. So the police were called to a homeless shelter to help a homeless person get off the streets. As it turns out, the shelter was full, as is just about all of them are full these days. No great surprise there. So they turn her away. We cannot help you. We, uh, we're full. You have to leave. Have a nice day. So my colleague and I were able to basically we, we have a problem to solve. She needs a place to go. She is, doesn't have the ability to take care of herself. So we're able to get her into one of the CARES grant-funded rooms for the night. So a good example of why police homeless outreach works is because we will often pick up where others leave off. And we solve problems rather than uh, dealing with a grant funding silo. So, so the police, we should not be criminalizing homelessness. We shouldn't be criminalizing mental illness. The largest mental health institution in most communities are the jails, prisons also. And that needs to change, there's no doubt about that. So the question is, and why I bring this up is, so can you just completely defund and shut down the police department and plow those resources into other stuff? Well, I don't think so, because one is now you have a bigger 
homelessness industrial complex, mental health industrial complex, addictions industrial complex, where now you have more and more organizations um, chasing that grant funding. Is there is there a better way to do this? I think so. I'm just not sure. If you have any, if you'd like to share your opinion, get in, get in touch with me and let me know your ideas. So the problem is there is that what about crime? Um, yes, the police are responding to many social problems. Most of the time, the police have a service orientation. Crime is way down in most communities. Mine, in particular. So if you get into a fender bender, call the police, they will respond, exchange information, write an excellent report. If someone breaks into your house or car, we will respond to that and catch the perpetrator, ideally, and they will go through the court system and judicial system. So what happens if you don't have any police anymore? You call 911 and there is no one on the other end. Well, now you're getting into an escape from New York situation. Um, you, it just society just becomes lawless, and there is no safety, there is no security. Um, I would not want to live in any society, city, state, village, town that doesn't have protection or law enforcement. And this goes back a long time. Kind of my many of my views are based on. A philosophy of uh, by a gentleman named Jean-Jacques Rousseau, who was an 18th-century French philosopher. He wrote a uh, treatise in 1762 called the Social Contract. And basically, you can read more. I'll put some links to this, and this is kind of the foundation of my philosophy and my political beliefs. What it generally means is is that we as a society give up some of our freedom in order for protection. In other words, it's the thin blue line, the police that separate law from disorder and chaos. And by giving up some of your freedom, you also gain protection from that. You can call 911, someone will answer that call. And the police, you can Whatever you call for, the police will always be there, no matter what. We will respond to every single 911-999-112 call, no matter where you are. So basically what that means is, I think, is that there will always be a need for the police. I would not want to live in an area that did not have the police. What does it mean for us practically? Are there issues, problems? Yeah, every society wants to, or hopefully wants to improve their police system, their governmental system. We, we want to be safe in our homes. We want to have freedom to be able to pursue our interests, our political views, freedom of religion, freedom of expression, etc. So we have no police, then then it becomes survival of the fittest. Now it is nothing more than Escape from New York or Mad Max, the Thunderdome. It will devolve into chaos and anarchy because the criminals will prey upon the good people. So anyway, that's my point of view. 
There are many other variations of the social contract. There are many other philosophers, um, going back to Socrates, going back to Immanuel Kant, John Locke, etc., etc. I'm certainly no philosophy expert. I'm just uh, espousing what I think is kind of the basis of my theories. Anyway, if uh, if you agree, or particularly if you don't agree, let me know. Um, I think um, I also like to give a shout out for the Law Enforcement Action Partnership, which is I, which I am a member of. I'll put the link down below. They released uh, some of their views this past week on law enforcement and police reform. There's always room for improvements. I, um, their view and their goals are for the for the reform of the criminal justice system of many different areas. I don't agree with all of them, but many of them, most of them, I do. So there's always room for improvement. Any industry, any business has room for improvement. Um, I don't think you can abdicate the police into a grant-funded business. Well, because if you don't fall into if the one of their silos and you're the none of the above, then who will respond to help you? Anyway, I hope uh, you don't mind me straying outside of my, my lane a little bit. If you like this, my theories, my points of view, If you particularly if you don't like this, let me know what you think. The contact information is down below and at the end. Anyway, that's it for a Sunday afternoon. Look forward to promoting a civilized discussion. Go out there, be safe, be virus-free, and become a part of the solution rather than part of the problem. Let your voice be heard. Run for office. Join the police force. We have uh, many vacancies. It's a tough gig to be in these days, but I will be here as long as I'm needed. So, anyway, talk to you soon. Bye-bye.